Hi everybody, my name is Anne, and I sent my brother to criminals with my own hands. Or rather, with a mouth that can't be shut when needed. Stephen is my brother, who's 15 years older than me, and he's never been a smart guy. It so happened that my mom gave birth to him quite early, and from the wrong father. So for a long time, they lived only together. Since my mom had to earn a living herself and work hard to support them both, Stephen grew up on his own as he had to. Well, it turned out what we have. When Stephen was 13, my mom met my dad and they moved in together. My dad is also strange, but he's logical. He immediately said that he wasn't going to replace the boy's dad, but if he needed any help or something like that, he would help in any way he could. And Stephen, like all teenagers, understood this information literally. He wasn't needed and then disappeared somewhere. Of course he was found and returned, but they never became a real family. My mom was happy that now she had a man who solved all the problems. My dad worked and made my mom delighted, and no one really needed Stephen. Everyone communicated with him in a rather formal way, and then I was born. Everyone seemed to love me. But my brother had been bringing me up until I was five. My dad didn't have much time. Although, unlike my brother, he helped me with my homework. My mom finally realized she wasn't a good teacher or mother herself, so she lived with us, just doing everyday things. Well, she could wash, cook, wipe your snotty nose, but there were no fairy tales, warm hugs, or kisses from her. Later, Stephen finally left and started to create his own life. He rarely came home, and only to me, but mostly he tried to survive. He went to work, rented an apartment, studied in the evenings, so that there was at least some education besides his school. It must have been hard for him, but for some reason, he didn't get smarter. Stephen decided he was much more interested in easy money, rather than a stable, even small income. Of course, he didn't tell me all the details, but I knew from my parents' conversations that he was doing something illegal. Mom was afraid that sooner or later, he would be caught by the police and dad was afraid of this, but for another reason. My brother was kind of a relative for him and me, and even convicts' relatives may endure the consequences of justice. I grew up independent enough to understand that my brother is an idiot, but he is my idiot. I tried to cover for him as much as I could when he asked me to. That's just a kid's consciousness in my mind has not gone away from the fact that when I was 10, I could cook my own food or clean the apartment. When I was 14, Stephen decided to get married. I don't know where he found a girl who agreed to marry him, but she turned out to be quite cool and adequate. My dad and I thought that at least the marriage would make Stephen more clever and serious, so we fully supported his ideas and initiatives. Dad even helped him with a mortgage for the house, so that the young family didn't jump from one rented apartment to another. For a while, I didn't hear anything of my brother and his life. In regular calls, he said that things were going fine and that he and Lily were having fun, even planning a baby. Then the bell rang. I don't know what kind of conflict occurred between a calm and adequate Lily and some woman, but my brother came to my parents and asked for a fairly large amount of money. Four thousand dollars! Because according to his words, Lily smashed the car of a wife of a very dangerous person, and not in an accident, which would be covered by the insurance, but with her own hands and some objects and the Mafia came looking for them. My parents didn't give him any money, because they didn't have that much. And where could they get it? 
my mother is a housewife. Only my dad works at a fairly simple job. He gets about $800 a month and spends almost everything on bills and food for three people. We've never even gone to the sea, though it's only 400 miles away from us in another city. I don't know what happened next. I thought that as usual, Stephen got out of it somehow. But one day after school, I was caught up by some suspicious people who asked me for my help. Some men about my brother's age said they were his friends. Supposedly, my brother was in trouble, and they just wanted to help him, but they couldn't find him anywhere. Maybe I knew where he was. I worried a lot, but the men didn't push me and didn't look dangerous. On the contrary, they tried to make me feel comfortable. We were talking right in the schoolyard, where we were seen by security cameras. They didn't let me go, didn't push me, and didn't try to threaten me. When I asked them to confirm their friendship with my brother, the men mentioned some things that only friends and family could really know. So, I believed it. Please don't blame me for this. I was just a kid, and my checks personally seemed for me just some reinforced concrete arguments. I honestly said that Stephen hadn't called us for a couple of weeks, but he lived with his wife in a neighboring town, and I gave them the address. The men thanked me and left, and I never saw them again just like my brother. I don't know why, but I didn't tell anyone that they were looking for Steven, and this was my second mistake. Maybe if I'd had the courage to tell my parents about this, this story would never have happened. But such things don't know the option, if, that. A week after I talked to these men, a sobbing Lily literally flew into our house and announced that Steven was missing. And not yesterday, or even three days ago. It had been a week since he came home and didn't answer his phone. The police refused to investigate Lily, so maybe he left the family by himself. My parents rushed to figure things out themselves. I knew the whole story, but they forgot about me, and somehow I didn't participate in the search. It turned out that Stephen really disappeared, along with his documents, driver's license, banking cards, and even some of his belongings. From the outside, it really looked like an escape or something. That's just how this version lived up in our heads, until the first check. The police interviewed everyone they could, and it turned out that Stephen didn't get on a plane, didn't buy train or bus tickets, didn't withdraw money with a card since the moment of his disappearance, and somehow managed not to show up on any city camera. To be exact, the police still noticed him on one camera, it was almost next to our house, next to some people driving a Volkswagen. Then he disappeared. The version that Stephen left by this car wasn't confirmed. After all of this, the car appeared on the radars. It was checked by the numbers and crossed the border of our country, but those who know something about customs would understand me now. Yeah, there was no need to get a visa to travel from one country to another but all the documents should be verified all the time. But that wasn't the case. Moreover, according to the radars, the car stayed somewhere for more than eight hours, and the passports of those guys turned out to be fake. Since then, the search continued, but the investigation has reached a dead end. I told the police that two men were looking for Stephen and asked me for his address, but it also didn't help. Except for my tears and working with a psychologist, who tried to prove to me I wasn't guilty. My brother was missing, and every year the chances of finding him alive, or even just finding him, were getting lower. Three years later, Stephen was officially declared dead. 
We put a monument to him in our family plot in the cemetery. There was no body or grave, but at least some place for mourning and memory. There will be no happy endings with a sudden return or anything like that. Nope. I have a harsh reality only. My brother is still missing, and there are no clues as to where to find him. Of course, the police say Stephen is no longer alive 100%, and likely his body is somewhere in the woods. But without even knowing the approximate location, there's no chance of finding him at all. I still blame myself for what happened, although my mom says that my brother is the one to blame. Bad company, debts, some connections with a local mafia. It's not the kind of company where you can live happily ever after. When everyone found out I told them about the address, they even praised me, because my brother would have been found anyway. But no one guaranteed my survival in those conditions. Like, if I didn't say anything, it's not like the criminals would have taken me with them, or they would have done anything terrible to remove the witness. In short, I'm a good person, and I'm not guilty of anything, and you can give me an award with a certificate from a psychotherapist, but I still can't forgive myself. Still, I loved my brother. He was really the closest to me from the whole family. And somewhere deep inside myself, I keep saying to myself, no matter if you're tortured, stolen or killed, you had to be silent so that Stephen would be alive now. And my conscience just sings along with it, throwing me all sorts of bad dreams about how my brother stands and looks at me with sad eyes while they drag him by the hand somewhere in the forest. Lily remarried a decent and positive man. She sold the house where she was living with Stephen and gave all the proceeds to my parents, as if to somehow compensate for the death of my brother. My parents put this money in my bank account, and this is to pay for my university, so that there would be some possibilities for me and a good life. The world has not turned upside down for me. The earth is still spinning around its axis and the sun, and my life is moving on. Only, my wayward brother is no longer here. Recently, I had a new dream. He was walking through a green, completely unreal field with some daisies, and he was smiling. I think it's kind of a sign he's doing well now. Write your stories in the comments. In what situations is it better to stay silent? Share this video with your friends who talk a lot. And remember, sometimes doing something right and doing something honest Maybe different things. It's up to you to decide what to choose.